It sounded like you said over easy testies. Nope. No? Are you sure? You said testies, 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 over easy testies. No, I said uterus. Oh. I thought you said ovaries. I did, and I also said uterus. Okay. It's not like over easy testes, and I thought you were going to like crack mine into a skillet or something. Well, I mean, that's likely. <laughs> it was uh, testes, 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 ovaries, uterus. Oh, okay. I completely misunderstood that, but mm-hmm. that's all right. So I know you're not big on the social media stuff. You don't You don't spend a lot of time on there. There's a new song that is like, I hear it fucking everywhere now. Have you heard Jiggle Jiggle? No. All right. I'm going to play a little bit of this for you because I think, I think you need to hear it. You're welcome. In advance. It's huge on TikTok. Oh, there's an ad playing. Okay, we're going to skip the ad and go. Something that sticks. You have to have something that's monumental. When you walk out on stage, it has to be monumental. Jiggle Jiggle. Can you remember any of the rap that you did? My money don't jiggle jiggle. It falls. I like to see you wiggle wiggle. For sure. It makes me want to dribble dribble. You know, riding in my fear. You really have to see it. Six feet two this is in where a compact. Be good to have a video. No slack. But luckily the seats go back. I got a knack to relax. It's like it's mind. you trying to jiggle and me. Well, I'm trying to look disgust. as wide as this song sounds. My money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds. That's the like the main main point of this song. His money don't jiggle jiggle. I've never known money that jiggled. Have you? No, I'm going to quote, who is it? Maybe the principal from Billy Madison who said, that was the worst answer I've ever heard and everyone here is dumber from having (laughs) listened to it. Can't argue with that. We're adulting. Uh, you're under the influence. All right, Miss Bottle of Prosecco before noon. Oh, yeah. Maybe we're both under the influence. I mean, I might not enjoy you eating my pussy, but that doesn't mean I don't need to do it. And I said I was okay with a finger. I never said a thumb and three fingers. There's a fucking difference. I'm not really into butt play, but if you want me to strap it on and peg you, I will. Nothing, and I mean nothing, kills the mood more than, oh God, the baby has a shitty diaper. It's over. And we are adulting. Under the influence, I'm Jean. And I'm Jason. Let's do this. It is Adulting Under the Influence, the podcast, not the movie. (laughs) Yeah. I'm Jason. I'm Jean. How are you doing, my love? Hanging in there. All right. Good to know. A little little better now that I stopped playing the song. Yeah. The jiggle jiggle. Thank you. I knew you would despise that. Mm-hmm. 
you you won't be shocked to learn that is huge on TikTok right now. I actually have nothing to base any opinions on TikTok because I don't go on there. But I don't even the, I don't even know if you're being sarcastic or not. No, no, it's I don't know TikTok. Like, there's a few things on there that I think are entertaining, and there's just so much ridiculous shit on there that I think it's you. You basically have to go laugh at our demise, or it would just be really depressing. And I think TikTok is a good place to watch our demise slowly. Like, it's not even that slowly. It's happening quickly. And you watch how fucking dumb people are getting. So, you know, at the beginning of uh, Idiocracy, the way that it starts with, like, mm-hmm. the dude who's just banging all the different chicks and, like, getting them all pregnant. And they're all, there's, like, all this progeny from this dumbass. And yeah. then the couple who's, like, really smart and educated, they're waiting and they're waiting and they're waiting. And then he dies and they're waiting and they're waiting. And, you yeah. know, she's still waiting and stuff. Um, I guess this is a question of nature versus nurture because if this intelligent couple adopted one of these dumbasses, how would they turn out? I mean, I think I think that they would give the kid the best possible advantage, but. You're only as good as the genetics you're you're made with. So I don't think, you know, I don't think a Kardashian kid is going to grow up to be the next Einstein, even if it's raised by Elon Musk. Okay, let's just be honest here. You, you you've kind of got your your foundation. That's like if you're trying to build a, a giant building. Like you're trying to build a skyscraper in New York City, but you pour a foundation for a house and then you try to build that skyscraper on top of that that foundation for a house, it's not going to work real well. That shit's going to come crashing down. It's going to be a fucking disaster. Nothing good is going to come of it. I think the same thing pretty much applies. Hmm. If you have that dumbass kid raised by the, the genius family, it's still not going to work out well. Hmm. Okay. Got to have that good genetic foundation. Hmm. Wheels are turning. I can see it. I yeah, I'm just like, I guess what's the bar and the baseline for that genetic foundation? Because I'm just thinking back to my family and all I can think is that that guy from from Idiocracy that had all those kids. Every one of those fucking kids is on TikTok now. Every one of them. They're putting out videos every day with yeah. shit with. You know, retarded videos with this song Jiggle Jiggle as the background for them. Mm. That's what TikTok is. It's idiocracy in action. So do you have the app on your phone? I do. I do. I have to. I have to watch this demise. And I throw some comedy stuff up there occasionally mm-hmm. and, and try to help promote our podcast. Because I'm trying to, to put something out there to counteract the stupid. Yeah, it's hard. It is. It, it, to, to actually do it, it would be more th- more of a full-time job than anybody has the time for. So, But I do it for amusement more than anything. Try to get a rise out of people. You try to get aroused? No, a rise out of people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to get aroused on TikTok, just like you're not trying to... Have over easy testes. <laughs> <laughs> and this little head cold I've got's got 
Got us both misunderstanding all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So what's been happening with you? What's going on in your world? Well... Jeanlandia. <clears throat> so this was the first time since we've been here this week had happened where I went out of town for a couple of days. Yeah, you were you were in Texas. I was, yeah, for three days. Well, three-ish days. More like two, I guess. And uh, yeah, this is the first time I, I left town for a while and I... I I mean, I left, so I don't know how things went <laughs> here when I was gone. But it was an interesting thing, and uh, you know, I left. I left and flew out of Baltimore, and my flight was at like ten thirty. And uh, I was like, "I'm I'm on a diet. I'm gonna be good. I'm not gonna drink. I'm I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be good." And then I was like, "I can't." Like, I have to drink. I have to drink every time I go out of town for work. This is what I do. I come to the airport. I'm getting reimbursed for my expenses. You know, I'm getting per diem. Like, I have to drink. Yeah. And so, that's what I did. Like, I went to a bar and I got a big-ass beer at, like, 9 in the morning. Like, 20 minutes after I got there, my flight was boarding, so I had to hurry up. Yeah. Had to pound that beer. It was supposed to be like 30 minutes, so it was boarding early. I was flying southwest, you know, you have to get in that line quickly. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, so I did that, and then I got to, um, uh, got onto the plane and stuff, and then on the plane, I got a drink, you know, which is like, I feel like most of the time, the southwest folks are like, if you just get one drink, they're like not going to charge you for it. Um, sometimes they do. That's what happened on my second flight. They charged me for both drinks that I got on my flight home. I think if well, I you said if you just get one drink, they don't charge you for it, and then you're like, they charge me for both. Exactly, because <laughs> you got more than one. See, that's my that's my point. Okay. <laughs> when I when I was flying back home, and I think I felt like if I got my after I got my first drink, if I had just like left it at that, he wasn't going to come back to me. But then when I got a second drink, he came back to me. So. Yeah. Any rate, so um, had a little bit of a delay, like a twenty-minute delay in Orlando, which was a really interesting thing. So first of all, really interesting because we live in, you know, outside of Baltimore, and my fucking layover was in Orlando, and then, uh, you know, we were going, I was going to San Antonio, so stupid, and my what was supposed to be like forty-minute um, layover in Orlando wound up being about an hour, about an hour. Yeah. And so you know, I grew up right outside of Orlando. I spent lots of time in that Orlando airport one way or another. So it was really interesting being back in there. And it's probably honestly the first time I've ever been to Orlando for a layover. I can honestly say. Yeah. That's a kind of an odd place for a layover. That's not a typical. No. You know, I mean, everybody goes through Atlanta or Charlotte. It was weird. Oklahoma city. A lot of them go through Oklahoma. So it was neat to, it was neat and weird to be in this airport. Um, How much did you drink in this hour? I only had one drink. All right, so now you're in your third of the day. Yep. I mean, I guess it depends on... So, like, the first beer was, like, way more than what's, you know, considered a drink. Okay. Even though I got the short one, I think. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, well, that's still... Yeah. You're, you're still three drinks in. Yep. And, um, yeah, so then get on the plane and have a couple more. 
Yeah, it was good. It was good. Good time. And then uh, went, got all excited, went to, got picked up, and they were like, he's like, we're going to go out to dinner. I was like, I'm going to go to Half Price Books. <laughs> I haven't been to Half Price Books in a really long time. This is the first time. So it was re- this is really funny. I was like, for a while, I was like, this is going to be the first time I've been away alone, like completely alone without having to like consider anybody else in a year. I mean, if you don't count the Costa Rica trip, yeah. yes. <laughs> then I was like, oh wait, Jamie went yeah, to Costa like, Rica. It was just a few months ago. <laughs> I went to Costa Rica in January. Yeah. And then you didn't even have to worry about work. Like you literally had nothing to worry about except relaxing and enjoying your trip. Yeah. So. Yep. So there was that. Um, anyway, so I was, but I was like, I'm going to just do my thing. Like I want to do my thing. So I went, took an Uber, just took fucking forever, went to a half price books, bought some books and went back to my hotel. Uh, the hotel I was staying at had like dinner and happy hour and stuff. So I pounded my drinks before it was too late and, um, got a little bit of food to eat and then went back up to my room and I was in bed at like 845. It was great. Read a book that I've been wanting, well, not that I've been wanting to read, that I happened to find over the weekend in one of those like free library deals at a park. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to read this book. Shuck a lot. Movie was great. Book was great. Book was really good. And uh, yes, then did my work thing, hung out with people that I hadn't seen in a long time. Um, And then we got up ass early on Wednesday and got back to the airport. My coworkers I was traveling with, <laughs> so I got on the plane first because Southwest again, and then I got off first, and uh, I had to go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom, and by the time I came out, I saw them like kind of you know walking up ahead, and I was like, "Well, I guess they're not concerned about me, so I'm gonna go find somewhere else to go." Laver was in Dallas at this point. Found a place and got some price, very pricey, even for airport, very pricey. Uh, drinks which were delicious got texted hey are you lost and I was like well I know where I am but uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> I know where you are, you are. <laughs> he was like okay cool <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah had a couple more drinks on the plane and was good after that and yeah and then I made it home safe and sound to uh, all of us and yeah. uh, things went smoothly here you know had the kids and did the things and the nanny stayed over which it was weird having somebody in the basement and like I felt like the basement was off limits like I didn't yeah like, I didn't want to bother her I didn't want to like knock totally. on the door to take the dogs out back and everything you know I just was like okay I'm just gonna walk the dogs I'm gonna do my thing I'm gonna yeah I mean we weren't paying her for that extra time like we were paying her for the time that she was here and responsible for the kid yeah. so agreed like this was her time her space yep and left her completely alone down here mm-hmm. just you know hey this is your space you're not working yep wanted her to know that so i think i think that went well like i said it was a little bit of a pain in the ass i wish our backyard i wish our up the upstairs opened into the backyard yeah. so i could just let the dogs out like if we just had the fence put in up past the stairway up here so we yeah could, you know just something but we made it a little easier but it's fine it, it was two nights it wasn't that mm-hmm. big a deal. Uh, It'll be harder in September when I go away. And let's not let's not talk about that. I think at the end of the September, I'm going away too. So we're good. Where are you going? I don't know, Texas. That's fine. It's my dad's 70th birthday. 
How can I miss that? I mean, you only turn 70 once. It's not like when my mom, I think she turned 30 like seven times before yeah. nobody believed it anymore. <laughs> and then she turned 32. Mm. <laughs> it's the way it's the way to do it, I think. It's a good way to age. Yeah, I've never done that. But I look so young. You do. What was it the lady told us earlier? You, yeah. You do look about 32. <laughs> she, what did she say? She was turning like 38, 38. the next day or something. Yep. Yeah, and then she's like, you two look, what, about 32? And you're like, I love you. <laughs> and the toddler was already in love with her. So yeah. I was like, oh, shit, now he's going to be competing with his mom because <laughs> he was very infatuated with her. Like, he was like, and she was like talking to him mm-hmm. and stuff. So it yeah. was, but he's he's so social mm-hmm. with strangers. And he was just turned around talking with her. And then what the teenager said was he was like damn that was smooth was so funny because she was like can you give me a five he gave her a five and he slapped her hand twice and then that second time he just like grabbed her hand like almost interlocked his fingers with her and she's like oh are we holding hands now and it was so funny the teenager looked at me he's like man that was smooth (laughs) yeah and i'm just like we need to have the sex talk again (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, with the teenager, not the toddler, but maybe with right. him soon too. Mm. It was funny you got him to blow her kisses mm-hmm. and everything, and it was. It is funny watching him interact with people. And then there were two other girls who sat behind you at a table, and he was waving at them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Calm down, little one, Jesus!" Then <laughs> he was blowing kisses to another table of women that was like sitting two or three tables over mm-hmm. i was like oh you're still talking to this one and you're blowing kisses at those come on man <laughs> don't be rude no shame <laughs> good times good times mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so what's been happening with you mostly work um working in some creepy places too like just uh get to work in a mansion that's like 165 years old and it's turned into a museum now but it's, it's it's this massive mansion in Baltimore. It's the Evergreen Museum. I believe it's owned by Johns Hopkins University. And it's this amazing place. It's this gorgeous mansion. You go through, there's this, uh, the Garrett family that owned it. It's like the collection of art this woman had. There's all these little hand-carved Japanese masks that are mm-hmm. tiny. And then bigger ones. And it's just this huge Japanese collection. There's a whole hall that used to be a bowling alley is now her, the Japanese collection. Um, there's a, th- a theater up on the second floor. Uh, all kinds of shit. It's just this enormous place, but there's also a really creepy painting of the lady. Like, yeah. At the end of this, like, this landing, over the landing of the staircase, and all the walls are this weird red wallpaper. Yeah. And then you go, th- like... It's multiple levels, and you're like downstairs, and then upstairs, and there's a little bitty doorway you go through, and then you turn right, and it opens up this massive room, and every, everything in there is is the way it was in the that the one side of the house, just like it was when they were there. So, there's how long big, ago was that? I mean, they built the house. They were they were adults, and they, the house was built in you know what the 1850s, so. So all of this has just been like that since then. Yeah, since they died, you know, it's mm. it's basically stayed like it was. You know, all the furniture, all the there's like an old phonograph with the big horn, you know, that the mm-hmm. music comes out of. 
all those things are all still there, which is pretty pretty neat. Yeah. And it's it's you just kind of walk through and you can see how they lived. Now on one wall there's all these pictures. It's a picture of like several different presidents with a handwritten note to this family <laughs> autographed by that president. There was like Theodore Roosevelt, mm-hmm. um, uh, Woodrow Wilson, uh, Taft was up there, yeah. my favorite president. Only got fat enough to get stuck in the bathtub. Tell me that. Tell me something more American about a president than that. <laughs> that was so long ago, too. I know, and he was just like so ahead of his time. He was like, you know what, Americans are gonna be fat and fucking lazy. So by God, I'm gonna be the first to get stuck in the bathtub at the White House. Uh, crazy. Was place. he actually like stuck? Like he like he was stuck, like lodged in, or he just could not get himself and, and up? He was like wedged in. It was like a narrow tub, and he couldn't physically. They couldn't get him out of. The, they had a hard time getting him out of the tub. How do you think he found himself in that tub? Like, surely he had to have looked at that and been like, I can't fit in there. I don't know. I mean, I think the arrogance of anybody who wants to be president. I mean, look at some of the shit Trump said during his presidency. Yeah, but that had nothing like, um, to do with him being president. No, but I think there's there's definitely, like, you have to have a level of narcissism to want to be president and arrogance. Because who the fuck would honestly want that job? I don't know. I choose to be a little bit more of an optimist and people actually sometimes do want to like do good. Okay, then maybe he just tripped and fell in the bathtub. That's all. Well, maybe it has nothing to do with him being narcissistic or arrogant. Well, I'm just saying maybe that's maybe how he ended up in the dumbass. tub. <laughs> maybe, but maybe that's how he ended up in the tub. I was like, I can fit in that. Well, I did. I never said I could get out. Mm. So here we are. Um... But fascinating place. It really was. A lot of creepy shit about it. Like, it goes way down. It's it's like three or four stories tall, and then it has, like, a basement. And there's a lot going on, and there's some dark, creepy corners. There's a massive library, though, that was just... With books in there that were hundreds of years old. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That was that was amazing. I wanted... I was like, I just wish Gene was here to see this. There's a 23-karat gold bathroom in it. Yeah. Like the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, the whole bathroom. The toilet, the sink, the tub, everything. But there's also a hallway with murder scene pictures that are fake, but they're all set in this house. It's pictures of rooms of this house, but they've been like photoshopped to make it look like a murder, like a crime scene. That's really weird. Yeah. and that, Is it photoshopped or just Yeah, these staged? are more recent. No, no, these are more recent. And Why? One of them, I don't know, some, some artists did this. They took all these photos and made it look like a crime scene. They may do like some murder mystery type show or, you know, like thing in the this place. I don't know. Like most of them were like, oh, that's really cool looking. But then there was one of a... a cop car out front and a Baltimore officer walking up the front steps but like he wasn't the right size to fit the house so it looked so fake it was a really bad very poorly done picture mm. so but the rest of them were kind of interesting like there was the 23 karat gold bathroom with a big bloody handprint next to the sink and then the landing on one of the stairways that was right behind us as we were looking at this picture there was like a dead body laying there but you could only see the legs and then like one of the little evidence little like mm-hmm. triangle plastic yeah. things next to it for mm. evidence and they were kind of neat but it was also just added to the creepiness of the place yeah that's weird yeah like yeah. why would you elect to use murder scenes for your <laughs> art yeah in this weird ass house probably to creep people the fuck out that's the only thing I can imagine um 
and it was it was an interesting experience though it was good it was better than the than the uh home for the criminally insane we were at a yeah. while back that was it was definitely better than that it's uh it's like great what creepy places are they gonna send us next yeah huh so that was pretty much my week work kids work was weird that was it yeah huh. okay and uh the brother coming yep Got family visiting yep um visiting from texas my brother and niece were coming out uh i think we here. mentioned that last time yeah they're they're here we're going to uh you've got some stuff coming up going on so i'm going to interview him and have him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Visit with him. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, I think so. Also, I haven't. Uh, we did a podcast with him with the High Comedy Pod. We kind of did a crossover thing with his podcast that he was doing at the time. Yep, Swapcast. That's what we called it, and uh, it was fun. Uh, this podcast a little different. I think it'll be interesting. <laughs> I think we've got some good topics to talk about. He was telling me that he has some. Uh, dating app stories he wants mm-hmm. to share because mm-hmm. he's been on Tinder for quite some time <laughs> and has uh, some interesting perspectives. So. Yeah. So that's about it for me. Well, I have uh, a fun, interesting experience to share. All right, go ahead. So, um, you know, recently we were at uh, Kohl's because we had some coupons and stuff. And there's a lot of shit on sale. And I was yeah. like, I need to get some dresses and stuff. So I brought all this stuff into the, the dressing room to, like, change into. Some really cute, cute dresses. And I'm putting them on and stuff. And I'm like, God damn it. Why can't I get my legs through this opening? You know, like, I, I look at it. I'm like, it's on. And... I just I don't understand I try try another one on I'm like god damn it same fucking thing and I look like I get it all the way on and my legs are like squeezed together and my um you know the top looks like normally fit and everything and there's just like this extra material and stuff and I look and I fucking realize I've got a goddamn romper on (laughs) and my legs are shoved in one of the leg openings (laughs) This happens <laughs> multiple times, including after I realized what was going on. And were you a bottle of Prosecco deep at this point? I don't think so, actually. <laughs> okay. I'm just curious. Well, in both legs in one opening pretty of sure a Pretty sure no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, ha- I, pretty sure I wasn't. Wow. Pretty sure. So fuck rompers, huh? Fuck rompers, man. Like, you know, Eliza talked about that when we went and saw our fucking rompers. And, um, yeah, I just, like, these cute little fucking dresses. They look like dresses, and they're fucking shorts. They're shorts. These one-piece shorts deals. <laughs> and um, found you're, some really you're angry cute... angry at these. I am angry at them. I am angry at them because I wanted to wear them, and then I tried them on, and I felt like a fucking fool. And also, I'm, like, wondering what's going on because... <laughs> Why can't my body fit in this? Like the top of it fits, but my legs don't fit in it. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Are my legs abnormally large? They don't seem like it. Yeah. And like I said, it happened at least one time after I realized what was going on. It happened two or three before I realized what was going on. (laughs) And then um, 
yeah, at least one more time after that. <laughs> Jesus. I went and got another dress. Like, went, you know, I went into the wait. I went into the dressing room a couple times. You were there. Yeah. And uh, not in the dressing room. No, one or two of the dresses I got after I realized what was going on, and I probably after I was even like, remind me to talk about the romper thing. Yeah, I was like, I was like, what is okay? And then I went, you know, I took a couple dresses, and then I was like, God, fucking damn it, <laughs> happened again. <laughs> Jesus. So you also have a romper story. I do. I do. We were at a, a Smithsonian Museum and I'd gone to the restroom and come out and was walking and I was walking next to the staircase that goes up and I was going into the gift shop. And as I glance up, there's there's a woman walking up the staircase wearing a romper. And I saw it and well, first of all, we heard the romper thing from Eliza, mm-hmm. and then you had said, remind me to tell you my romper story, mm-hmm. and then I look up, and this woman's wearing a romper. And then as she adjusts it, it becomes very clear that she's not wearing any underwear, mm-hmm. and the legs of this romper are very loose-fitting. Yep, as they and are. And suddenly, I find myself staring at a vagina in public, and I don't think that's ever happened to me before. Mm. Like, incidental vagina, just like... Holy shit. And I, I stopped for a second. I was like, am I really seeing? Is that really? Yep, this is what's happening. I'm seeing a vagina in public. I was a little shook by it. I'm not going to lie. I, the, Question, did you point it out to your brother? No, that I was, it was just me. I was going to meet okay. them, and I was going to meet them in the gift shop. I don't think I would have if he had been there because I was just kind of stunned. I've never seen that. I've seen a dick in public. Yeah. So, I've seen nipples in public by accident. Yep, I have too. I've seen nipples, men's and women's, and on accident and on purpose. Uh, saw the crazy homeless guy at Alamoana Mall with his pants just around his knees pissing on the street. Just just black dude dressed like Where's Waldo peeing on the street. Um, seen dick in this I believe that's the first vagina so I've he, ever... He had a striped turtleneck on with the... Yep, with the hat. Huh. Okay. And, and sweatpants, but had the pants around his knees with a very large dick just pissing on the sidewalk at mm-hmm. Alamoana Mall. Okay. And uh, staring up at the, watching the cars go by, talking to people like he didn't even know he was pissing. Or if he did, he didn't know it was wrong. Yep. Or he didn't give a shit. Yeah, he was crazy. Hmm. But, yeah. I do believe that was my first vagina in public. Hmm. Okay. It was, uh, like I said, it was definitely surprising. It, it, I didn't have the reaction I thought I would. I thought it'd be like, you know, <laughs> you know, revert to a 13-year-old. Mm-hmm. But no, I was like, whoa, that's, is that really? Yep. Yep, it is. How long did it take you to realize that? At a second or two. I mean, it was just like, mm-hmm. I looked up and I was like, wait, really? Oh, shit. Yep, that. That's a whole pussy right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't see any hair. I'll say that. Like, yeah, she takes care of herself, obviously. As if to say that people who don't... Well, I mean, grooming-wise. not. Yes, exactly. She, I mean, she obviously keeps up with it, or has recently. Cause it, was, it, was, it was weird. It was a strange... Strange thing. Mm-hmm. That's all. 
I saw a vagina and a romper. I'm sure there was a rest of a woman attached to couldn't tell you what she looked like. <laughs> I mean, I was underneath, you know, I was below looking up and just like, mm-hmm. there it was. But. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, so baby. We, we both had romper stories in one day. Yeah. I don't think that's ever happened. No. <laughs> so you're going to do this interview thing? Do you want me to you want me to get him down here and start this? Yep. All right. Then get out. Go do your thing. Okay, bye. I'm going to talk to my brother. Okay. Should I play the intro music again? How should I do this? I don't know. Just... I'm just doing the music. Okay. That's good. You can stop. Have fun. Love you. Bye. Talk to you afterwards, babe. It would be good fodder. Why aren't we... Re- oh, we are recording. We are recording now. All right. You just missed the whole fucking conversation about how disgusting armpits are. But They are, and I don't... Like, my teenager put your chair out where your armpit was... Like basically, any time, if you, like, tried to lean back, your armpit was just staring me in the face, and it was fucking with me. So, right like, move your chair back. Like, and you're like, what? It's fine. I mean, no, motherfucker. Like, move back so we're facing each other and we yeah, can we talk. we sit here and look at each other and talk. I mean, not that I enjoy staring at your fucking face. Did but I? It's better than your armpit, I'll say that. Let um, Slightly. More hairy. But <laughs> True, the face is far more hairy than my armpits. You're like a hairless cat from the neck down, dude. Like, we're, Bitch, look at you. I, I, I have hair, and I actually have like some on my chest, too. You, 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 Dude, your legs are seriously like super fucking hairless. It's creepy. There's, hair, there's a lot of fucking hair there. It's just like... It's clear hair. Okay, Andre, calm the fuck down. <laughs> no, seriously, it is so fucking light colored, though. It's like, it, honestly... From like more than about 10 feet away, you couldn't tell if my legs were shaved or not. <laughs> Dude, I'm three feet away and I can't fucking tell, okay? But but honestly, you've always been lighter hair than, you know. Yeah. You, you were like a blonde baby when you were born. I've seen yeah, the pictures. Like, like white blonde, like platinum blonde when I was little. Like up until the time I was about like six years old, it started kind of darkening up a little bit, but not. Your your hair when you were younger, like those basic white bitches are, are like bleaching their hair these days where they bleach it and then oh, like yeah. make it look almost white. Like, yeah, that's their girls paying was, a right? lot of money for the hair you had when you were born. Yeah, right. And, well, no, not when I was born. Because I had, well, I, was, not, I was like a fucking cue ball when I was born. Well, yeah, not born, but when you were little. When you were like. Your ass was born with like. I had a full head of hair. I looked like fucking Eugene Levy coming out with a little more wrinkles. <laughs> I was like this hairy little fucking Greek baby. It was baby. a little curlier. You had a fucking super fro, man. Exactly. And then it all went away and then came back. No, no, no. It didn't. Oh, the all sides and back went exactly, away. Exactly. Because the way yeah. you'd lay in your crib and root, rub your head and on either side, you wound up with a fucking mohawk for a while. That, that was That's glorious. pretty dope, man. That was actually glorious. Yeah, That's like, actually like how I keep my hair right my now. Life. I keep the sides all buzzed and the top a little bit longer. Not super long, but you know, finger length on top and then a one all the way around the sides and back. Well, I've so. been doing my side and back to a zero as of late. Just buzzing it That's fitting. You a zero? I like that. That just seems to fit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're fucking funny. <laughs> I know Gina announced this at this point, but it is my brother here, uh, the illustrious Bildo. Cheers. Thanks for joining us. Piss off, you sooty cunt! So fucking funny, dude. The teenager was like, you know, we we were we were roaming around DC earlier, and the teenager was like, I, I called you Bildo, and he was like, Wow, I remember when I was young, <laughs> and you called him Bildo, and I was like, What does Bildo mean? And you were like. You'll understand when you're older. He's like, just so you know, <laughs> I understand now. <laughs> I was like, yep, and you're older, so Touché. I was right. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. Like that he was, was he just busted that out. Like, remember when I was like six? I was like, oh, 
Yeah, I do. Did you been programmed in my phone as Bildo for as long as I can remember? So probably since you've had a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Probably so. Um, glad you got to come up, though, man. It's uh, me too, man. It was a great trip. I'm glad to come up. And spend it's a few not days. a bad flight either. Like, well, okay, so you had the layover flight. If you book far enough in advance, you can get the cheap Southwest flight. It's literally less than three hours, nonstop. That's nice. And uh, I know flights are fucking outrageous right now. Normally, it's less than two hundred bucks. And it's a super short flight. You're up here. You're picked up in Baltimore. You're up here at the house half an hour later, drinking, hanging out. We're having a good time. We're doing podcasts. We're going to D.C. What was that drive this morning? Like an hour and 15 minutes yeah, down to D.C.? and about an hour and 45 back. Yeah, like it's it's a great drive to D.C. New York City is like two and a half hours north. Uh, Philly's like an hour and a half. Yeah, but fuck Philly. Well, yeah, but you can just go through there and lick the Liberty Bell and then be on your way to New York, I think. That's a... And we're drinking. We're having a good time. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going to, just to see the Liberty Bell. And, and like Philadelphia was our first, nation's first capital. And there's so, cool shit right there on the water too. Yeah, like, there's some cool shit to see there. But but fuck the Eagles and like, the completely. people there too. Like I mean, most of the people I've known that are from Philly or they're Philly fans, they're just complete fucking douchebag assholes. Well, yeah, and they're full, you got to think about there for years and years. Their number one sports hero was a fictitious character. So like. Rambo, I mean not Rambo. Uh, yeah, Rambo. That was their that was their sports hero. No, uh, Rocky was oh, their yeah, sports icon. Like they have a statue of him there. They don't have a statue of a single Eagles player. They did in have Doctor J city. back in the day. Yeah, but they don't have a statue of Doctor J. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They have a statue yeah, of Rocky might be though. One somewhere in that, by yeah, now. Yeah, no, there's not. There's definitely not. There's no Doctor J statue. No Doctor J statue. What the fuck, no. Philly? Get on the ball here. No, they've got a Rocky statue though. They they praise their J fictitious was a kid, champions. Man. That's when I was a little kid when Doctor J was still playing though. Yeah, I don't remember Dr. J at all. Yeah, I know you probably wouldn't have because I, I, think I don't think I was retired by the time I was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, and I was I was I was born when you were nine, so <laughs> I don't remember when you were twelve. No, shocking. Not too much. No. Um, ten years age difference between us. Roughly, right at nine a little less. Yeah, almost nine exactly half. nine and a half. But, yeah, but it, it equates to ten effectively because, like, especially like in school, we were exactly. You, I graduated. Well, no, it was nine because I graduated ninety and you graduated ninety nine. Yeah, but you were born in 71. I was born in 81. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 10 and a half, nine and a half years. You were born in the spring. I was born in the fall. That's the difference. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, we, we're we we're right there on the border of generations. You're late. You're Gen X. I'm late Gen X, early millennial. Like the, You're a fucking millennial, dude. Don't, but the, don't, the, don't try to deny your there, truth, man. No, there's, there's different cutoffs for the millennial and Gen Z. But, or Gen X, not Gen Z. It, like not it Gen fucking Z. matters. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't I don't relate to the Gen Xers at all. I mean, not Gen What's Xers, I'm sorry, the uh, millennials at all. Like, and th- that's the thing. Like, uh, Ray, that I did the podcast with, you know, he's yeah. definitely a millennial. And 100%. he talks about, you know, we weren't taught by our parents how to do shit. He was like, you know, the boomers want to bitch at us, but, like, they didn't teach us anything. But, like, our dad taught us shit. He taught me shit. He taught me how to, you know, change the spark plugs, change the oil on the car, do these things. Yeah, he and I tore the motor down in my first car. Like, completely tore it down to a bare block and rebuilt the motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, he taught me enough that I I did. Look, easy, my, but... my first car, I changed the starter on it by myself. Yeah. Uh, then a buddy of mine was I like... I remember, I was actually there once when you changed the starter on that. Yeah, I had to do it twice. Later. Um, and but I did it by myself the first time with a buddy of mine. Uh, the second time, uh, no, the the other big one I did was I helped a buddy of mine change the cylinder head on his little four banger fucking Ford Tempo or whatever it was. 
Yeah, but like I was seventeen, and like I, I knew like, what to do. I was like twenty, twenty-two, and he did blow his face up. Though. That was funny. Four hundred Pontiac, and he was like, "Well, I heard you're supposed to like put some stuff in the the cylinders and like light it on fire to burn the the shit out." Yeah, what? Put the cil- so what he had heard was you pour some like alcohol or something in the cylinders and you light it on fire to like burn any of the shit out of the cylinders before you put the head back on. I, I think he was like, somebody taught him how to clean the crack pipe. Well, it was fester, so that's possible. Okay, yeah. Um, but we had been cleaning the the block with, with a B12 chem tool. So there were all these fumes of B12 in there and he poured a little alcohol <laughs> in his cylinder and when he lit it... See where that's going? It fucking blew up in his face. The lifters blew out and like bounced like, like oh, fucking God, projectiles damn. and bounced off the bottom side of the hood and like came shooting at him. It burned his fucking eyebrows and eyelashes, all the shit. <laughs> he never was the brightest crayon in the box, was he? I mean, his, like, two or three prison stints would prove that is that is true. Um, Maury couldn't even prove that one false. But, <laughs> yeah, man, that was... Uh, it was been trying a lot of B12, and he, like, poured that alcohol in there. He was like, so I just light this off. And he lit his ladder and held it in there. Boom. And I was leaned over, too. I was like, kind of leaned over looking. I was like, wait a minute, is that... And then it went off, and oh. I was, like, freaking out because I thought it, like, burned my fucking hair off, dude. It was this huge fireball on both of our faces, and uh, we were fine. Like it barely singed the like tips of the front of my hair, but it fucked his shit up pretty bad. I mean, he shaved his head anyway, so it was just some it eyebrows, more like and eyelashes. Yeah, well, the dark singed circles around his eyes. It was. <laughs> For those that don't know, this dude he reminded Jason of Uncle Fester from the. Yeah, everybody called him Fester because yeah. that's what he looked like from uh, pudgy and bald Adams family. Yeah, Adams family. Yeah. Have you heard about the the new uh, Rob Zombie Monsters movie that's coming out? Uh-uh. Yeah, so Rob Zombie is doing a monster... The movie that's a remake of the Monsters show. You know, Dragula is about Grandpa Monsters' yeah, I know. car. That, that, that car, that drag but race car, yeah. N- now he's actually doing the Monsters, but as oh, a movie. But as a family-friendly movie. Not like a... Like, like someone... Not like a house... he's done before. Yeah, not like a House of a Thousand Corpses, like, scary, evil, like, creepy. But no, like a family-friendly, like, the Monsters TV show was... As a movie, I, I'm I'm intrigued. His wife is playing, of course, Lily Munster. Of course, um, I I can't wait to see it. Honestly, like I don't know. I love the Munsters. Like I was more of an Adams Family fan as I got older, but when I was young, dude, I loved the Munsters TV show. I used and to watch those, did those reruns. You know, the movie of the Adams Family and all that shit. It's the it's, several it's of them. The, yeah, they've done a couple uh, live action animated. It's time for the Munsters to get their turn. Agreed, and you know Lily Munster was Lily Munster was hot, dude. Like she was, yeah, that white streak in her hair, like you know the bride of Frankenstein, and Lily Munster. Like, look, Morticia Adams, nothing tops that. Like everybody wants to be Wednesday, but I think Morticia was fucking hot. You know they did the uh, they've done the new show. It's a it's like an adult Wednesday show. I don't think it's called Adult Wednesday because there was one of those. I think this one's just called Wednesday, but it's a show about Wednesday Adams as an adult. And Christina Ricci actually, like, guest appeared in this new season that's supposed to come out. And, and I believe she's playing Morticia. Okay, and, I'll watch it for that long. And and the pictures we saw of it were, she's fucking hot as Morticia Adams. No shit. Really? Like, I would have never It was like, holy that. shit. Like, I, Christina Ricci looks hot in something. <clears throat> See, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm back and forth on Christina Ricci. Like, in some things, she's really good looking. 
Other things less so. So I was like, oh, how's this going to be? Isn't she um, the one that played uh, Harley Quinn? No, no she did not play Harley Quinn. Uh, I'm thinking of somebody completely different then. Yeah, Christina Ricci is the one who played Wednesday Adams, the kid, in the Adams Family movies. Oh, as a little kid? Yeah, when she was a kid, she played Wednesday in the Adams Family and oh, Adams okay. Family Values. I don't remember seeing a picture of her as of late. I, I kind of remember the name, and but it's not coming to me. Who the fuck was the chick that played uh, Harley Quinn in the... You have a phone right there. Look it up, because I've got something... So here is Angelica Houston as Morticia, and there's Christina Ricci as Morticia right here. Oh wow! Oh yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah look at her as Morticia Adams, though. It it's working. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely working. Now, what is that chick's name? That was a uh... yeah. Oh, Margot Robbie. That's yeah, who that's played. Margot that, yeah, Margot Robbie. Robbie's the one. That's not even close to Christina Ricci. Yeah, no, no. I was thinking of a name close to that. Robbie I was like, Ricci. Right? It's both start with an R. So I mean, Margot R. Robbie, Christina. No, you're just. They're both last way fucking off. So that's, that's, and Margot Robbie that's is as close to get dude. I'm not like I'm not a blonde guy. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of blondes. But like Margot Robbie, I know. I still wonder what the fuck's wrong with you. We dropped. I mean, I've got good taste. I don't know what else to tell you. But um, now Margot Robbie was like, wow. Like as it, and that it, like, cameraman loved her ass when he was filming that movie. <laughs> and, but who could blame him? <laughs> but uh, but like she was such a good Harley Quinn too. Like she captured yeah. that crazy like. I'm going to fuck you, but I'm probably going to stab you too. Vibe of Harley Quinn. And make you be like, okay, I'm okay with it. I'm good with Yeah, this. like most guys would be like, all right, fine. Just, yeah, you know, as long as you're going to fuck me, quick. just stab me. I don't care. I mean, we've all been in relationships like that. We've all been in relationships where you're like, okay, this chick's definitely going to fuck me and it's going to be amazing, but she might kill me too. <laughs> but it might be worth it. That might be a good te- segue into my Tinder bit. That's not what I was going for here. That's what I was going for here. We know you've. You've heard us talk about the dating apps, Tinder, Bumble. That's the only ones I really know. Bumble, I guess Plenty Dumble, of Fish Dumble, became an app. Dumblebug, Doodlebug. Yeah, Dumbledore. Yeah, and, Plenty of Fish um, was fucking garbage. I remember it as, an, as a, a website like years and years ago. And I got on it for like 30 seconds before I met my ex-wife. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, the most fun one I was ever on was... The way you said that, it made it sound like about 30 seconds in, you met your ex-wife there. <laughs> no, no, I didn't meet her here. No, I was on it for like 30 seconds, and then I deleted it, and then years later, met my ex-wife. Ah. Uh, no, the, the best one I was ever on was the thefarmersonly.com, though. That was the most fun fucking website I was I ever on. Dude, I signed on and created just, a fake profile. Fun, yeah. yeah, it was completely fake profile, and it was so much fun. Um, that was the weirdest. If he's related, you should you should swipe right. <laughs> or you ain't my cousin, then I ain't into it, and you ain't into me. Um, yeah, if we ain't related. <laughs> swipe left. Yeah, that was the weirdest shit. Farmersonly.com. Like whoever thought of that was like, I've got a great idea, and nobody told him no. You don't. <laughs> like all they need is one person to be like, Nah, bro, that. That's not a good idea at all. Yeah, that's one of those things where, like, at no point in time during the creation of this, somebody didn't look at this and went, "Are you sure? Do that? (laughs) Are you even just a question? Are you sure, man? Like, I don't know." And then they would have been like, "Oh, maybe you're right," because everybody has self doubt. Everybody, when they have an idea, is like, "I don't know," but if their friends around them are like, "Let's do this," fuck yeah, let's go. Then they're like, "Oh." Well, this is clearly a great idea, or my retarded-ass friends wouldn't be behind me on this. Well, your retarded-ass friends are hoping you'll fucking fail and I have a funny story to tell out of it. Pretty much. I think that was happening. Their friends were really shitty. 
Whereas I, if I was their friend, I'd be like, I don't know, bro. Like, if you just started to do that, I wouldn't say a word. I'd just be like, yep, more power to you. No, see, if you started but, doing it, I'd be like, yes, please, God, the greatest do that. idea that's I've ever the heard. The greatest fucking idea I've <laughs> yeah. ever heard of. But please do that. Please, I will enjoy this so much. Please, God, do that. But if Tony did it, I'd be like, no, bro, don't do that. That's that's a horrible idea, man. I, I love you. You're- that's like when my buddy Jerry called. He called me one day to ask me this question. He said, you know, he had like his truck decked out. He had like Shelby Jerry. Yes, he had. Okay, he had winches. He had a winch that he could like switch around on the front or the rear. He had quick connect, so he could like he was. Like, oh no, he went both ways. I get it. I know Jerry. Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> he was a high tech redneck, basically, is what Jerry. Jerry Riggin was what I nicknamed him. But he had a compressor on board and he had shit that he was like if he had a flat tire he could air up his own damn tire right there and all that shit. Respect. And yeah, he he was rigged, man. His truck yeah. and his his little camper he had that went with it and he decided he needed some air horns. Oh my god. <laughs> and Jerry called me one day. Hold on, hold on. Just, if you're listening to this and you think maybe I need air horns on my vehicle, just understand that you never need air horns on your vehicle, ever. Continue. Jerry called me for this express purpose of asking me this question. Out of the blue, one day he's like, "Man, I just picked up a couple of air horns for my truck, and I wanted to ask you a question." Should I just like mount them discreetly under the hood, or should I mount them on the roof? <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, please fucking mount them on the roof, man! Please, please mount them on the roof. I will have so much fun with them." <laughs> yeah, please mount those on the roof. Actually, if you can, like, if okay. you can program them to play like Hukaracha, <laughs> that would be ideal. Like, there's no. No world where it would not be better for your air horns to play La Cucaracha. Like, that's what you should do. If you're going to be discreet and hide it under the hood, program it to play, you know, Dixie. Maybe. Like the generally. In the Dixie? Yeah. Yeah. That's generally already did on the Dukes of Hazard back in the day. Oh, God. I know so that was a little before your time, but well, I watched plenty of the Dukes of Hazard. Uh, that's ridiculous. It was, I can't it was believe hilarious. you would ask that. Should I mount them on the roof of my? I know. I was just dying laughing. My green Ford pickup. I remember that for the express purpose of asking, asking that question. It's like you were really contemplating that. <laughs> yes, Jerry. You should definitely mount those on the roof. Not that he could have fucking reached to mount them up there. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. When Jerry was not a large large man, he, he had a step stool. I know he owned a ladder. Come on. Yeah, he had several. Uh, Jerry's a good dude, though, man. Like, I remember being stranded on the side of 75 in Dallas and calling Jerry up. He was like, oh, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. I was like, what, yeah, really? He, he, like, he had toe straps yep. and shit and came down. Yeah, he had toe straps, chains, up. everything he needed, and he, like, showed up. I was in that weird wedge between, like, an entrance ramp and the yeah. highway, and I was just, like, stuck there with this crazy bitch I was dating, and I was like, please just get me off the side of this road before I kill her. Like, be like, hey, would you step out on that side of the car and just push her out in front of traffic? That was tempting. It was very tempting. Jerry was a fun dude, man. Like, before you got married this last time, <laughs> um, we had your bachelor party at his place. At his house, yep. He and I coordinated to hire the stripper. And he he had the keg there and every, the whole nine yards. He bought a brand new, like, patio furniture set and a grill with a with a built-in fucking kegerator and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, I remember very well. And I remember he was like, 
do you want to get the stripper? You want me to? And he's like, I found this place that has strippers. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, just, you know what? Send me the link. I'll deal with the stripper stuff. I'll. So I'm browsing the website, and they had some like gorgeous women on their website. And I found one. She was like smoking hot. I was like, that's the one. So I booked her on the website. The day before your bachelor party, they called me. I'm like, like oh, the stories I haven't heard. We know you booked this chick. Unfortunately, she's not available. Go fucking figure. We got someone just as good, though, that's going to come out and take good care of you. I was like, all right. Are you sure she's as hot as that one? Because, damn. Like, we got you, man. We got you. I'm like, all right. All right, cool. Here's you the address. Did to send pictures or anything? No, I mean, it, this is this is years ago. I didn't have, like, a smartphone. I wasn't at yeah, home. Yeah, true. I'd booked this shit on the computer at home, and I was at Jerry's house at this point. And I was like, all right, cool. Send her out. So the chick showed up, and she's, like, a decade and a half older than the chick I'd booked. She's way older than either of us. Hmm. Yeah, I, I still have the pictures. I can show you. She was way older than you. She was 45 at least. Yeah, yeah. And had, was, had these huge fake cans that were... Back then. But, but the best part was, like, before she got there, like, when you showed up, everybody started hitting you hard to drink. Yeah. And you were a bit out of practice at drinking. Yeah. And they were like, well, let's just take out this whole bottle of tequila right yeah, we'd now. We'd kill the bottle of tequila, like, within the first 30 minutes I was there. Yeah, I, I remember. Because I remember when I got the phone call, she was like, hi, I'm whatever her name was. I'm here. I was like, great, I'll meet you out front. I told Jerry, hey, get Bill. The stripper's here. Get him in the chair in the living room. And as I'm walking in the house, you're coming out of the house and you ran into me. And I'm like, <laughs> I remember that. I was like, dude, you all right? You're like, I'm going to throw up. I was like, like right now? And you're like, yeah, and you headed to, through the backyard to the like. This was like, probably like eight o'clock in the evening, you know. Yeah, we hadn't you, been. It's probably hadn't been going for more than two hours. Probably an hour and a half or so. At yeah, at most. But you like went out the back gate and were puking in the like drainage ditch behind the house, and I was like, "Oh, great!" So I go out there and meet this lovely lady who is definitely not what I ordered. Not a reasonable replacement for what I had paid for either. Like, not even fucking close. So she, but she, I'm like, you know what? You're here and you're ready to get naked. And my brother's out back throwing up. So, like, it's not going to get worse than this. <laughs> it's not like you're going to make Maybe him shit himself. You. <laughs> you know, hopefully he won't shit himself. That's the only way I think of that this could be worse. So she comes in. We get you in the chair. She starts dancing for you, and you, like, start no, looking she, around. She prefaced first. She told me that if you're going to throw up, let me know. I've been on throwing up on before, and I don't want to be throwing up on you. You're like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, I'm fine. Let's do this. And she starts kind of dancing, hasn't taken off anything yet. And you're looking around side to side, and she said, are you okay? And you're like, I'm going to throw up. And up you went to the bathroom. And that's where I remained for the bulk of the remainder of the evening. She kind of stood there for a second. We were like, well... Do your thing. So we were all just hanging out, sitting there, and she started dancing for everybody. And I got up and walked over to check on you. And by the time I got there, you had already thrown up a lot. And you were sitting with your legs crossed, Indian style, and your forehead on the rim of the toilet passed out. Completely unconscious. No, I, I was said, still awake at that point in time. Well, I said something to you, and you kind of went, oh. I was still awake. You raised your head. Like, tr trying not to die. And then dropped it back down. 
And I was like, all right, cool, bro. You're not drowning in your own vomit. And then I went back out. And she was doing lap dances for everybody. So I'd take some pictures of her. And then I'd go in there and take a picture of you, passed out, forehead on the toilet. Then I'd go out there and take pictures of her. And then I'd come back and take a picture of you, passed out, forehead on the toilet, drooling, snoring. At that point, you were definitely snoring. Yeah, I'm sure I was by then. And uh, this went on for a while. She got done. Uh, one dude there was like trying to get her to stay and hang out and party. And it was, I was like, dude, she's not, she did what she came to do, let her go. And he was like, Oh, yeah, I know, but I just thought she might want to. I'm like, she doesn't want you, dude. It's good. So she leaves. He has some the, serious milf action going on. Oh, there. big time. Um, he was a long haired guy. I don't remember his name. He tried to wrestle me in the garage. That was weird. Yeah, and he, like, kind of like pushed me up into Jerry's Mustang. <laughs> Jerry got fucking mad. Ooh, yeah, you don't fuck with Jerry's Mustang. No, he, like,. Because I was, like, trying to keep him off me. like, bull rushed me into the, like, driver's door of the Mustang. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Jerry lost his shit on him. Yeah, because Jerry was, like, Jerry's about two years older than me. So he was, like, late 30s. At that. He probably not know because I was, like, 34. So Jerry's, like, a little over 35 at the time. About 36. This was his first car he got when he was 16. So he's had this car for 20 years already at that point in time. It was his baby. He knew he was yeah. never going to get married and actually have kids. So this, this exactly. was definitely his baby. Um. Anyway, the chick leaves. The party thins out. There's just like a handful of people left, like the like core group, you know, Jerry and me. And I think that dude was still there, and I don't remember who else. And we're like, well, this is boring. What do we want to do? Let's go to the bar. Ugh, I keep yawning. Uh, so I there, noticed, asshole. Yeah, well, there's, there was a bar not close, you know, that we used to go to pretty often. And he was like, yeah, Bill will be all right. I'm like, you sure? Is he good? And so we put a fan on you in the bathroom laid you over off of the because you're still there passed out with your forehead on the toilet rim so we yeah, laid you over put a later, like on your side so you didn't vomit and drown in it put a fan on you <laughs> we took off I remember it. waking up right there later on on my side in front of the toilet and thinking oh, okay well at least I'm not still sitting with my head on the toilet <laughs> yeah that's where I remember me being and we, but we, we did we plugged in a fan blowing on you to keep you nice and cool and comfy and we went to the bar and shot pool and yeah, that was our night. We had a we had a great your bachelor party, even if you didn't. So just know that. Well, I had a great party for the first hour or two of it, and I don't remember much of Jack's shit from it beyond that. I remember waking up after y'all. Somebody came and woke me up after y'all got back, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, we got we came we got back." There was like a couple girls came back with like Jerry or something. I was like, "Whoa, okay, cool." And like y'all were like, "You're like, come on out here, let's we're out on the back patio," and I'm. I remember stepping out there and kind of looking out and was like, oh, no, I can't. Mm, nope. I just went back. I went to the, the Jerry Spear bedroom and just fell out. I was done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was good times, man. You were, uh, you were definitely done. You were having a good time right up until you puked, which yeah. is pretty I just, like, common. I way ailment. too much in a very short period of time. And I, like you said, I was out of practice. I hadn't been much of a drinker in a long time. Well, you were marrying a Southern Baptist. Let's just start off with that. Like that's there a, is that. That's a. I remember coming to your house for the Thanksgiving. State number one. I remember coming to your house for Thanksgiving and bringing a twelve pack because I'm like, what's Thanksgiving? There's gonna be football. I'm drinking beer, and you were like freaking out because your wife's aunt was coming over and she and, and mom mother. 
And they were like these crazy Southern Baptists. Like, oh, they they yeah, freak these, out if they saw beer in the house. I'm these, like, is these this two their little house? Bi- these two little bitties had never, a, a drop of alcohol had never crossed their lips. Yeah, I was just like, is this their house? Like, I don't understand. I'm confused. Because like, look, my, my ex, her family was very religious too. But I'm like, this is my house. You can be religious at home. Jesus can stay there. I'm, this is where... I live with my beer and whiskey, so I was just, I never... Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't abide by that shit again anymore, but... Well, yeah, no, but, and it was a different time, you you know, young child, you were trying to keep the peace, I get that now, but at the time, I was young, I'm just like, man, fuck that, it's your house, I'd be like, and I knew you drank beer, too, so I was like, what, do you hide it when they come? You're like, yeah. Yeah, we had to... Go like, to the garage. I we had like, a garage fridge, and we'd... The ex would actually put it down in the crisper in the bottom, so you've, even if you opened that garage fridge, you wouldn't see it. I thought the crisper was the beer drawer. I thought that's what they were for anyway. I mean, it's great. It? You lay them on their side. They're right there ready to go. You just mm-hmm. open that drawer, grab you a cold one, and they're ready ready for you. Exactly. All right, so you uh, you were telling Gene and I that you had a couple of uh, Tinder stories. You've been on Tinder for a while. Yeah, well, as... Since we've been referring to her as my ex-wife, we just talked about my wedding and all this crap and bachelor parties and all that. That that was quite a few years ago, and I Many have now moons. been divorced for from her for six years now. Actually, the divorce will be the sixth anniversary when the divorce was final is like, comes up in July, but I left her in January of 2016. So it's been well over six years since I I left her ass. Yeah, so many moons. So you've been on uh, Tinder since about 12 BC. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, my my username is one. <laughs> yeah, my, just my, one. My new, new number is o zero 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 one. Oh. Makes sense. You are the patient zero in this little called called Tinder. Called Tinder. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you trace this back far enough, you will find the origin of herpes. Me and Moses were the first fucking yeah. members. Oh, that was a line from uh, Billy Crystal's uh, Broadway show. <laughs> Moses said you were a good fuck. <laughs> like when he said that, I was like, "Holy shit!" He was like supposed to playing this comedian that was performing at a nursing home. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, lady, don't look so sad." Moses said you were a good fuck. <laughs> no. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Like, and, and it's Billy Crystal. It's not like he's a squeaky clean dude. But right. He got pretty bad. It was a good show. Anyway, so yeah, 12 <coughs> BC, you signed up for for Tinder. Yeah, I have been on there since, for almost six years, since shortly after separating from my ex-wife now. And I, I dabbled with a couple of other ones. Like, you mentioned Plenty of Fish earlier, and I, I tried that one out, and like, the first like day or two I was on there, I started talking to this girl, and I was like, oh, well, we hit it off kind of a little bit. And I was like, okay, let's, let's try it out. She lived out in Mineral Wells. Uh, it's like an hour west of me where I was living in Fort Worth. And uh, it's like, what the hell? We went out that Friday night. I went over out and picked her up from her place. But when I texted her to... So uh, you went out to Mineral Wells to yeah. pick her up? Yeah, to go out on a date. Yeah, that's a long ways. Yeah, it's an hour drive. Um, I w- go out there and uh, the first red flag... Well, she was like, okay. Her husband well, answered the door. No, not, but <laughs> not, not a hell of a lot worse. She asked me to, like, park at the gas station next door. Okay, that's what, that's a huge yeah, red that's flag. Yeah, a huge red flag. Well, come find out, she, the whole story starts coming out. She lives with her aunt. She's helping to take care of her, her parent, or so she said. And 
And uh, I wound up dropping her off at the in front of their door when we got done, which a date that I couldn't fucking wait to be over with. But it was it was lame. Like I, we went out, had Italian food, and went to this little bar that she knew of, and that I, I could barely breathe in the place because everybody in there was smoking. And uh, it'd been like four years since I'd quit smoking already by this point, and uh, I was just about to choke to death in there. It was just the whole experience was miserable. The company wasn't great. She was, like, telling me about how she didn't have a car. She was living with her aunt. She was between jobs. She was kind of cleaning houses part-time. And she's like, I was like, this just kept getting worse and worse and worse as time went on. And then to top it off, as I'm, like, driving her home, she asked me to stop and, like, buy her some beers to take home. I'm like, the fuck the date's over me paying for your shit is over you gonna ask me to buy you beers to take home to have later that's just thought that i found that just be kind of really <laughs> yeah, that's 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 ballsy okay yeah, yeah. give her credit for that at least but that was my one and only person i ever met off plenty of fish and I, <laughs> I can deleting see deleting you, the you, fucking you, apps shortly thereafter you're like i'm done here and, yep we that, that's enough Tinder, I've been on, off and on. I've uninstalled it a few times and, like, deactivated my account and come back to it. But overall, off and on for the last six years. In that entire time, I have met two women. In person. Not talked to two women. Yeah, I've talked to a bunch. Most of them, you know, a few conversations, a few back and forth. It's like, okay, yeah, never mind. Go on about your business. In person, met two. With two drastically different outcomes <laughs> all right now let's uh let's take this back for a minute so ray has been on tinder a lot as well ray has met and banged chicks in numerous different countries come to find out he said that uh, like taiwan is a great place to meet women on tinder like he had several hookups in taiwan yeah interesting i never well, actually, both of the ones were they initially started out, they were just kind of going to be a hookup, and it wound up both kind of developing a little bit more than that shortly thereafter. So, the first one, how long had you been on Tinder before you met the first chick? Mm, a little over two years. Two years, okay. So, you'd been on there for a while, but you'd never actually met anyone in person. You're exactly. just like, it's a weird, like, meat market, fuck fest, like batch of crazy but this one and see i never really got that i never got that vibe from it at all there was like a hookup place really yeah not at all not at all i was just like a bunch of swapping left and once in a while I'd swap right on a few and then like we'd match a little bit but it's just like the, the vibe wasn't really there so just conversation kind of falls off and that's the end of it but it was never really like a hookup culture that i found see i kind of knew that was the vibe of going into it and then it just like was definitely like an obvious like, well when i was first signed up for it i was just like two months separated and i was hoping that was the vibe honestly because i wound up i mean i was not, probably about that far in too when i got into it as far as my separation and divorce went i was you know two three months whatever into it and i was like hey maybe i'll have some fun it was, it was just like a little bit overwhelming for me i was like you know i'm not ready for this i'm not ready for this at all and i just deleted the app deactivated deleted but yeah that was that was uh yeah i, just, I wasn't ready for it and it was, hey, whatever i deleted it <laughs> but i downloaded bumble and i met gene so you know there's that it pays off i'm shit for luck on that one too man the same thing always happens though like i'm and that's usually me i want to just like 
I forget about going back to check on it. I was like, oh, yeah, I had a conversation going on there. It's like, oh, well. You go back and it says, you know, it's, it's your turn. It's your turn. And I have like nine of them said it's your turn, but it was like three months ago. Last time I said anything, I was like, yeah, it's pointless to try to continue this. So. All right. So first, first Tinder meeting, two years on the app. You're finally like, this is the one. This is the poor sap I'm yeah. going <laughs> to introduce into this shit show of a life I have. Yeah. and I'm Take not- us through that. I met someone and she was pretty cool. And we we met up a couple of times. Was she older was, than you or younger than you? Was a couple years younger. I figured everybody's younger than you. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Sorry, that was the setup. But my bad. Continue, continue. Any fucking way, the second one was actually you're older than me. We'll get to that. So what nursing home did you pick her up from? <laughs> you can't when pick me up directly from the know. nursing home. I've got to sneak out through an unsecured door. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll remember my dentures, don't worry. And and my, my uh, hip brace, because oh, once that thing pops out, I'm just useless. Go to the memory ward, because they, you know, you, they won't know what they'll happen the next day. So exactly. They won't remember. Right. They won't bother trying to call you. Two years in, girl a couple years younger than you. Yeah, so we're setting the scene here. We kind of like have a, a hookup initially, and then we, but we kind of get along, too. We like sitting, talking, vibe pretty well together. It's like, all right, cool. So You're glazing over a lot of shit here. We kind of had a hookup initially. So do you have a date that you just like? No, there was no date for initially. It was a straight hookup. So you just fucked. You just met and fucked. Yeah, she came to my house the first meeting. And you banged. All yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, but then we kind of like actually said, well, maybe we should actually date because we kind of get along well. And it lasted for a couple months, but it's one of those classic things where I've just, I wasn't ready to get serious about it. And her seeing that dog finally fessed up to her that, you know, hey, this is what the dude really looks like. And yeah, little motherfucker. I, 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 I think I ran out of dog. <laughs> you skinned him. And he's <laughs> he's like, motherfucker, now. you ain't going to give me no treats no more. I'm going to rat your ass out. Anyway. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Uh, so she wanted something a little more serious. Yeah, and I, and I wasn't ready for that. And she we went our separate ways. She met somebody. She Three years later now, she's still with him, and everything's going cool with that. So I'm and you're still her. friends with her. Yes, I'm still friends with her. She's still cool as shit. As a matter of fact, she just messaged me a few minutes ago. <laughs> um, the second one, a little different, didn't go quite as well. Okay, so how long was it from the first one to the second one? How, how What kind of space? About a year. About a year. So two years in, you meet this one. And then, and then a year, year later, later, you're like, all right, maybe I'm ready. Yeah. So That's probably why there's been... Now, this this story is why it's been now three years, and, and still I haven't tried to do it again. So at this point, you're like, all right, let's give this another shot. Here's the lucky winner. So I'm mad. I, I, I want to call out her first name, but it's so common no one would fucking be able to it was Amy there's like 9 billion fucking yeah there's not more there. than so about no, a billion no, of those no. I'm sure even if I told you the city she's from it'd be like okay that narrows it down still about 9,000 yeah, yeah. alright so so, so met Amy we started talking on there a little bit and hitting it off and decided to try to meet up both have kids you know she's a full time mom I was only part time back then you know I only had my daughter on the weekends at the time and uh we finally managed to get a chance to meet up. It was on a Sunday, and it was a Sunday that the Cowboys happened to be playing on Monday night because n- neither one of us would have been going anywhere during a Cowboys game to, to do this. Understandably. Yeah, exactly. She was as big a f- football fan as I was, and she was like, 
she had a fam- big family and everything. She was Hispanic, so like, and like everybody would come over to her house for football on Sundays and shit. She was cooking all kinds of crap all the time. So, um, there was no getting away on Sundays typically if the Cowboys were playing. So, but it was a Monday night. The Cowboys were either had to buy that week or they were playing Monday night or whatever. So Sunday afternoon we got together. We met at a little sports bar um, about halfway in between our places. And about an hour or so. How far did she live away from you? Uh, about 45 minutes. Okay, so you're driving like a little over 20 minutes. Okay, not yeah. bad. Not bad. We you get, didn't have to go pick her up. She wasn't living with yeah, some she wasn't a family member. And with no vehicle. Oh, and, right. and the, that other one was a heavy smoker, too. That was another big drawback. I will not fucking date a smoker anymore. But I digress. We get to this place, and we're sitting there. It's a little sports bar and grill place, and we'd order some snacky shit and some few drinks. We'd had three or four by this time, and she wound up coming over and sitting beside me on my side of the table, and we were started making out a little bit in the in the place. And next time I know her, her hands down my pants and shit, and we're like, the waitress is coming by, asking if we need anything, and, and you're like, a towel. And she's like not even phased by it. She's just like doing what we're doing. We wound up going out. And fucking in the backseat of her goddamn Lexus, little crossover <laughs> in the parking lot of the bar. It's like four o'clock in the fucking afternoon, <laughs> broad daylight. Wow. Okay, how, how old is this one? You said a couple. She's years like down? a year older than me. Oh, you're older than you. That's right. Yeah, this one's like a year older than I am. And how long ago was this? Two years ago now, I guess. Okay, about two and a half years now because it was during football season. So yeah. Anyway, that was that was kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know how much detail I should get into. How, but I mean, I don't need to know the, how the you know exact like incident. how many uh, you know times she bounced up and down on your shriveled schmeckle. But you know, okay. So you banged in the parking lot. Let, let's put it this way: I, by the time we got done in the parking lot, I, she was three hole certified. Oh, okay. So things got. <laughs> Intimate. <laughs> yeah, exceptionally intimate. Wow. So, okay, point. how many times right did you see Right off the fucking bat. Well, it, that was the interesting thing, you know, because it was kind of a, a scheduling deal, living 45 minutes apart with kids and football season and all that shit. It wound up being a couple months. We couldn't schedule anything again. So I kind of like... I mean, I, I feel like if you stick your dick in a girl's ass, like, maybe she ranks a little higher, should rank a little higher than football at that point. <laughs> like, yeah. she lets you... She lets you go full brown eye. Like, I feel like she should definitely rank a little bit higher than football, but maybe not. I don't know. It depends on what kind of season the Cowboys are having. Let's yeah, that's true. Honest. And it it was, it was the season before Prescott got hurt. So, anyway, I digress. It was a few months later. I'd kind of lost interest. We kind of hadn't talked much in a while. And, like, I actually saw her again when I swapped I guess she'd reactivated her account or something and she deleted it for a while and then she reactivated it so I saw her again on there like oh hey so I just I didn't bother swiping on her again I just texted her real quick hey what's going on a couple weeks later we wound up hooking up but for a second time alright cool like hooking up or going out on a date no we never did go out on a date well, you went. You met up at a bar the first that, time. That is, a, did, that is a date. Meet, that's true. We did meet at a bar the first time. You, she didn't just come over to fuck like we, you actually yeah, exactly. met we, in public. That was the only time, though, that we okay, ever went out in public that's together. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, so the next time you literally just like met to fuck? Yeah, she just came over and we fucked, and that was okay. the end of it. I never did go to her place because her kids were like always there. So 
it was more convenient for to come to my place. But then it was like a few months again, not, nothing, you know. And then it was right, it was right at the beginning of lockdown in 2020. She went up. She got a new job, and it was one wound, wound up being not f- like within about two minutes of my apartment. Like, oh, holy shit, that's cool. You're right here. So she would like bounce over there once or twice a week. Have a little, have her little COVID coitus action going on there. A little, yeah, uh, a little social dickening, yeah, if you will. Yeah, little, uh, little afternoon delight. Exactly. It was kind of nice, but it was still nothing more than casual hookup. But then she started dropping hits about like wanting to meet my kid. And she's like, oh, you could tell her I'm your cousin or something. I'm like, what? She, <laughs> she knows. Like, she's got, I have a, you I know she's in the same family, right? Like, you know, like, of course, this chick's Hispanic. She's got a gigantic fucking family. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. And I'm like, my daughter knows every single fucking member of my extended <laughs> family almost. Yeah. Except for like some third cousins and shit. There's like... There. Six of us total. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. like a big, exactly. a big network. It's not like here. I'm gonna be able to slip one in. She's like, oh yeah, you didn't. You, oh, it's you, Uncle. You never met her, Uncle uh, uh, Jackie's. That's that's Tio Tio Sancho or whatever. Yeah, fuck. like it doesn't work that way with white folks. Like, you know, we're we're a pretty small family, and you know, if we do have other families, we don't Unless admit to that shit. Yeah, if we do have other families, we don't admit to it. You know, that's just something you exactly. you do when you go on business trips on the weekend, and then eventually you go out for a pack of cigarettes and never come back. You or when you have your, a, a daughter family. with your first wife, and then you don't ever have anything to do with her anymore. But that, that's a whole other story. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there are all those things. That's that's a different cousin, uncle of ours. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Our family. We shouldn't fine. speak much about him, and he's not with us anymore. My- I mean, he can't get mad. Yeah, that's true. What's he going to do? <laughs> yeah, but you shouldn't speak ill of the dead. No, that's exactly who you should speak ill of because they can't come back they and like, confront you shit. for it. You just be like, ha fuck you. You can't say shit. You're dead. Fuck off, bitch. Especially if they're a shitty person. Like, you shouldn't speak ill of the dead. Really? What? Should I just, like... Yeah, like, every once in a while, I want to just... hear somebody give up there and give a eulogy. He's like, man, this motherfucker was a complete piece of shit. Dead. Yeah. I'm glad he's fucking dead. The world's a better place for it. And even if it's not even that bad, just like, you know what? I'm glad you all enjoyed him. I thought he was kind of a dick. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of shitty. Like, he jacked my stapler at work one time and never really got over that. So, glad you loved him. Fuck this guy. I'm out. Like, that's the eulogy I want. I want to go to a funeral where I can just just give that speech one time. I mean, glad you all liked him. He wasn't a terrible person. He wasn't like he was Hitler reincarnate. He's just kind of a dick. But, you know... Hate that he's gone. Okay, for you guys, not for my sake. I don't really give a shit. Deuces, and then hit the. Until like usually a open bar after a funeral, or there should be at least. There should be. I won't want. There will be at mine. Yeah, one hundred percent. All together now. Definitely, I'll be cremated, and then they can just like, you know, make mix up a bunch of drinks and like throw my dick in one of the drinks afterwards, and whoever gets my dick in their drink, like oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, they win the prize. The prize is they get to scatter my ashes in Hawaii and they get a full expense paid trip to go scatter my ashes in Kaneohe Bay. I mean, that's the least they could do. They're the last person to ever have my dick in their mouth. So, I'm not going to give a fuck what they do with my body. They burn it, bury it, launch it into fucking space, chuck it off a ship. I don't give a goddamn. Launch it space would be kind of cool. Just be space dust forever. Like you're going to give a shit. I might. You don't know. You don't know me. You don't know what I'm going to do. All right, continue with your story. You're going to be reincarnated as a tree. Continue with your story. So, Chick... Lando's going to come piss uh, on you. Started talking about wanting to meet your kid. 
Yeah, so I told her that after a couple of times of that, I was like, that kind of weirds me out. I like, I don't need to talk. I, 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 we've only hooked up a few times, and you're talking about wanting to meet my kid. Like, I'm not even going to introduce my kid to someone unless I'm fairly certain there's something serious here. And honestly, I don't see anything serious here. And she got all kinds of fucking pissed off and split. And I didn't hear from her for like a month. She was mad, and I was like, I don't give a fuck. Go. Problem solved. Exactly. Yeah, she was kind of getting to be a pain in the ass, so I was like, all right, that's fine. Okay, one night, it was on a Saturday night. I was home. It was like 11, 30, 12 o'clock, something like that, and my fucking phone rings. Like, no one ever calls me at all, hardly, but especially not that hour. And it was this crazy chick. She's like, hey, you mind if I come over? Like, I'm in the area. I was like, okay, sure, why not? She came over. When she got there, she was fucking shit face. She was completely hammered drunk. Like, could barely walk drunk. Like, completely fucked up. I don't know how she got there. She had to drive because she was too drunk to walk. And uh, we sat there and she asked, I made her a couple of drinks and we sat there and had a few drinks and then we wound up having wild fucking monkey sex. Yeah. And, uh, Afterward, she started going off about you know. It really kind of pissed me off that you said you said it made it was weird that uh, it weirded you out that I wanted to meet your kid. I'm like, why did that piss you off? That makes no goddamn sense. And this is also the same bitch that was like completely incensed because I didn't like her favorite band. Oh, what was the band? You two. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. No, they're fucking garbage. Bombing. Yeah, and that, that she was completely butthurt that I wasn't a fan of their two stuff. But they're like my favorite band. Were they have one of their songs that helped me through a dark time? I'm like, that's great. I'm glad you had that. I'm glad, I'm glad they were there taste. for you. I'm glad you have shitty taste. I'm, I'm glad you I, like a shitty band. I don't even give a fuck about the taste. It matters. Like I'm glad <laughs> you like whatever you want to like. I don't give a shit. It affects me absolutely fucking zero. What if she had said she was a Rush fan? How would that have turned out? You'd have left that's right about then, the, right? That, I probably would have kicked her the fuck out. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like Russia, like U2 is bad, and then a rush is at a whole new level of bad. Um, Today's Tom Sawyer. <laughs> like, fucking. You can't, completely fucking unintelligible hate. bullshit. I know. Anyway. So, this, she got, she was mad. That was, night, she got the dick I, I finally, and she I finally was told her, she was like, crazy. she was fucked up beyond all recognition. And I didn't want to kick her out because she was like way too goddamn drunk to be driving that 45 minute drive home. And I, I got up, I was like, you know what? We're fucking done here. Like, you're shit faced. You sleep on my bed. I'll go crash on the couch. Um, when you get up in the morning, get the fuck out of here. And I don't want to see you again. And she, and, and she was like, oh, oh, no, don't be like that. I was like, oh, fuck off. And I went in there. I went in the kitchen. And I started washing up the, the glasses we'd been drinking out of and shit and getting stuff straightened up. And I went to the, and she came in there following me, trying to badger me. I was like, leave me the fuck alone. Go in there and sleep it off. And then, and get, then get the fuck out. And she would not. She was badgering the shit out of me. So I finally, I went to the bathroom and I almost couldn't get in there. She was trying to push her way in the, in the bathroom. I finally got the door shut and locked so I could go piss. I got it's gonna like a fight and you gotta pee. You're like, all right. Now you should be like, look, if you don't stop, I'm gonna pee in your pocket. Like, I'm just gonna whip my dick out, stick it in your front pocket, and piss. Like, that's how bad this is. That would have probably just turned her the fuck on. But, oh, wow. Um, What's her yeah, name? She was, she was crazy. I mean, like, she was wild. I mean, 
Well, fuck. The first time I met her, I was fucking her in the ass in the backseat of her car. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, you, that Classy you, lady, you, you're saying. You, you kind of get where we're going with this. What kind of a chick we're dealing with. I mean, no judgment. No, no judgment at all. I mean, you know what? I, I said that. I said classy lady. We, but you know what? The, this world she is needs... no less classy than you clearly are. Because you, you were like, Absolutely. yeah, I'm going to stick my dick in her this ass. This world needs more sluts like that. And I'm, <laughs> I'm perfectly okay with that. I know. Slut shaming is wrong. Yeah, slut celebrating should be a thing. We we need to actually. We are sluts. And we need to, hope they are we too. We need to start a new fucking holiday for that, actually. actually I think. Absolutely. Happy Sluttenstein's Day. <laughs> I'll drink to that. I will too. Here, cheers. God damn, we're gonna need a refill. Yeah, <laughs> we keep going. We've actually been going for fifty minutes. Oh damn, almost an hour already. Yeah, no, and I'm. All right, well, to wrap this up real quick. Yeah, sure. When I tried to come out of the bathroom, she was still at the door, and then she tried to block me from being able to get out of the room, and I, I she was like trying to like, she was actually being like trying to be physically intimidating, which was a <laughs> fucking joke, but she thought, she, but. Nonetheless, the fact that she was attempting it. Like, you're not Gene. You're not scary. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that she was even attempting to be physically to aggressive. Be yeah. That, like one of a, two, this was going to end one of two ways. And both of them were going to wind up with me in jail, most likely. So, yeah. Um, that's when I was like, that's it. We're fucking done here. My ex-wife used to try to do this shit. She tried to force her way in the room or try to, like, she wouldn't leave me the fuck alone. I'd try to get away from her. She'd force herself in the room, wouldn't let me out of the room, try to pull the same kind of shit. I will not fucking tolerate that again. You get the fuck out now. I don't give a goddamn how drunk you are. You can go pass out in your car. I don't. I, I know you've got a roomy back seat in that car. You can go <laughs> fucking sleep in it. We did some crazy shit back there. I know it's roomy. You can sleep exactly. in it if you can throw that leg over your head like that and with that, you know. Goddamn yeah. right. You can get to get some Z's back there. <laughs> if you can fuck like that back there, you can sleep perfectly fine. But no, she she didn't want to leave. And then she called the guy. Oh, I forgot to mention this part. When she called me that night, she had just come off a Tinder date. Oh my god. And it was like a mediocre Tinder date or whatever. So she wasn't wanting to go home with him, but she was horned up, so she called me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, this came out during the process of our conversation before the coitus happened. And uh, so she calls him to try to come get her. And while she's on the phone with him there in my apartment, I was like, oh, by the way, don't forget to mention to him that his your my dick was in your mouth after it was in your ass like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and that's when he hung up, and then you're stuck with her. Good yeah, job. Yeah. You I should have mouth shut. There. He might have come and gotten her and been like, He might have. Maybe if but, I rescue her, I'll I was, get some sympathy pussy. But and dude, he was just like, Oh, she's going to want to kiss. At that, at that point, I was yeah. looking out for my brother. <laughs> I know. You're like, <laughs> I, I didn't want him to get it, caught up in that shit. Don't do it, homie. So uh, she didn't, and then she wouldn't fucking leave. And she wouldn't leave. And I was trying to get her out of there. She wouldn't leave. And I finally went, Hey, Google, set a timer for two minutes. <laughs> And Google said, okay, two minutes, starting now. I said, all right, when that timer goes off, if you're still in this apartment, I'm calling the fucking cops and they can come drag your ass out of here. And that's when her eyes got as big as fucking saucers and she realized I was serious. And you know, she went and grabbed her like sunglasses. Which, I don't know why the fuck she even brought her sunglasses in with her at goddamn it's midnight. Nighttime to date. Yeah. But she grabbed her shit and her keys and she left and she went and got in her car and she's texting me the whole time, and I was like, "Don't fucking go anywhere. If you leave, I'm gonna call the fucking police because you'll kill somebody trying to get home. Just sleep in your fucking car." 
I don't want your ass in here. Climb that roomy back seat here again. Lay in that cum stain what? from two weeks ago, and you get to some fucking sleep. Whatever, whatever. Semantics. Sleep in that cum stain fucking back seat of yours, and you know that wasn't the only cum stain back there. It wasn't just most yours. likely. Yeah. Yeah, it was like 12 that week at least. So, yeah, you lay back there in your filth and you fucking sleep it off. After yeah. you come back up here and suck my dick one more time. Well, I did go down about 15 minutes later and, and saw that her car was gone. Wow. And I didn't have the license plate number, but I knew the make and the model and where it was coming from and where it was going and the approximate time it had left. And I did call the police and report it and said, yeah, she's should not be on the road and I don't know whatever came of it from after that she started texting and berating when she gets paroled like, she's coming for you just know that probably when she gets I'm, paroled she's like she's counting down she's like scratching room, room you know like the little hash marks in a fucking jail cell somewhere going in in 374 more days Bill's gonna die I have to kill knowing Bill. this bitch probably so she look anything like Uma Thurman? Because in my head, she's like gonna be sharpening like ninja sword katanas and like she was I Hispanic, dude. She like Uma Thurman. Bill. I mean, she could be a dark haired Uma Thurman. It could happen. No, no. Okay, look anything like her? All right. Well, she, she had nice cans. <laughs> Nothing like Uma Thurman. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's a that's a way better Tinder story than anything I have. Just because I was on Tinder for like a day, I was like, fuck this. And deleted. Yeah. I bought a block on her on everything right after that. Like, before, long before she got home. Like, right after I found out she was gone, I texted her one more time. Like, I've called the police. I know if she did not follow you all the way to Maryland just to kill you, be like, oh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm paroled. I'm out now. I'm going to get this motherfucker. How would she even know where the hell I was? Maybe she, like, still is, like, hardcore stalking you and, like, found out where your flight was going and was like, oh, it's I've already on. got an ex wife that stalks me like that. Maybe her. I just heard outside the back door here. It could be. Take that uh, that old like pirate's musket pistol over there and pistol whip the shit out of that bitch. Let her kill the dog first because this fucker has been annoying me today. Orlando <laughs> <laughs> has been in a pain in the ass today. Yes, he, he really has. But the kids have been good. We had a good day. Went to D.C. We had a good time. We, we explored did. the city. Got to see some Smithsonian Museum action. Got to go see the Washington Monument, the uh, Lincoln Memorial, the Vietnam Memorial Wall, uh, the White House, the Capitol, the Department of Justice. We flipped off the IRS building. Like, we had a good day. We did indeed. And then we had a, a badass meal to top it off with here. Yeah, I came back here to our little hometown and hit up one of our local spots. And you had a massive seafood sampler platter. God damn, that was a huge. Job. Steamed shrimp mussels clams and crab legs yeah and then corn and potatoes are down in there for what that was worth but who gave yeah both bites of those you had I ate the whole little half an ear of corn but I think I had like three or four bites of the potatoes yeah that's as much as you should have yeah I, I wasn't there for the potatoes no definitely not the star of the dish no you weren't I mean they weren't the crab legs were the star of that dish. Oh, absolutely. Sure. And the mussels, man. Their mussels are good. They're they steamed badass, are man. And there was like probably 30 fucking mussels in there. It was just an so ungodly much amount of mussels. Yeah. There was like five or six each of those big clams and the giant fucking shrimp. And then four crab legs, you know. But more mussels than I know what the hell to do with. 
Yeah, you've never been one to, the, to have many muscles, so I can see that. Oh! Only muscle man. on you is your fucking mouth. <laughs> only muscle you is Russell, little love muscle that you're always tugging on, so... <laughs> Uh, have a little tussle with Russell Love Muscle. That's, that's one of our dad's favorite old sayings. <laughs> All right, man. I'm going to go to bed. I'm fucking tired. Yes, yeah, same. Uh, Gene and I will record a, a little ending for this later. And wipe the fuck out. But I'm glad you joined us. Uh, let's go beat the children and send them to bed. And uh, I think we're done drinking for the night even. I am. Yeah, I think I'm about done. You're talking refill, but I'm just yeah. I think I was talking about. I'm gonna go fill my side of the bed. (laughs) Sounds like a plan, man. Well, glad you got to come up, bro. Glad you got to do a little podcast with us. Uh, Shame Jean couldn't come down and join us. She was uh, tired and a little under the weather. Yeah, feeling crappy. It's not COVID, so that's good since she had a flight earlier this week, a couple flights, and uh, and she was feeling better at the end of the day. She was feeling off and tired and kind of drained, but I think it's lack of sleep. (laughs) I had some medical stuff at the beginning or middle of the week, so neither one of us got a whole lot of sleep. And but once again, another week we haven't missed a podcast since we kicked it back up and went, since we moved to this house, I've got settled into Maryland and got going. We have not missed a week yet. That's awesome, man. We had one that was a couple few days late, you know, but we haven't missed a week yet of the podcast. And you're so. not batching them. That's no, like the- we're we we tried to do that at first, and we like got one ahead, and then. We couldn't record for a week, so we were like just on time. And we're just like every week doing a podcast. Figuring out time to do it. Man, when I was doing them week, weekly, I was actually doing them twi- doing really some two a week for a while there, and I had to batch them. Like I would do three or four interviews in one day, and do that for like three days out of the week. I'd do like twelve fucking interviews in a week, and then I'd I'd have them to edit and post. <clears throat> yeah, we are. Uh... We're talking about doing some stuff, not batching them necessarily, but we're te- definitely talking about doing some, like, uh, where we go out to bars and stuff and, like, interview the bartender yeah. and, and just talk about things from different local venues. We're going to do from, one from the Penthouse Club down in Baltimore if we can figure out who to get a hold of to get permission to do that. Take yeah. our setup down to the Penthouse Club, talk to a couple of the dancers, talk to a bartender, and just make a, a big night of it down at the Penthouse Club. I think that'd be fun. Oh, yeah, it would. So... Like we do have some stuff in the works. We're just trying to get timing down, and uh, it's gonna be a little tricky. But I think over the summer we'll be able to do some stuff like that. So hopefully so. It's gonna be good times, man. Absolutely. Well, have, have a safe trip home. I know you're flying back to Texas this week, so tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, when we're recording tomorrow, this will be tomorrow. Man. When this comes out, you'll already be back and back at work. Yeah. After the nice holiday weekend. So. Slancha. Good times. Back to me and Jean. It's Gene and, and I. I and mean, Gene and me. It is Gene and I. My apologies. Gene and me. Gene and me. Back to Gene and me. Back to I. Me, myself, and I? Me, myself, and Irene. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> no? All right. Welcome back. Here we are, a day later, finishing this up. Um, glad you're back. Are you feeling better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't want to listen to the two of us, did you? You're just like, I can't deal with you assholes. No, it didn't have anything to do with that. It was just, it was late, and I wasn't feeling great, and I knew somebody was going to get up early in the morning, and we were fucking sitting upstairs for like two hours 
dicking around on phones. And I was like, good night. <laughs> good night. We love you yep. all. Yeah. I, was like, I get it. Fucking record something. <laughs> but it was a good uh it was a good podcast. Uh, it was it was good to hear Bill's take on Tinder dates. You know, six years, I think he said he was on Tinder. And only met two women in that six years. And I was like, if I want to say, well, I mean, look at you. Are you surprised? But I couldn't take that <laughs> shot at him. Um, but no, it was a... You know, he wasn't just on there trying to find every piece of ass he could find. In, and He's on the other apps for that. Yeah, exactly. Um because I've Grindr. heard because I've heard stories, <laughs> which I won't share. Um, yeah, grinders where he was looking for ass. You familiar with grinder? Yes, babe. Okay, making sure, making sure. Um, I learned about grinder the same day I learned about Tinder. <laughs> really? Yeah. The I was in my residency. I was out. I'd finally got invited out to go to like trivia night or something. And that's the night I found out about Tinder. I was like, what the fuck is Tinder? And it's like, oh, it's like this app where you just you go to hook up with people. Maybe it wasn't Tinder. Maybe it was. No, I know that it was Tinder. But like the, we had a gay resident mate who was like, oh, yeah, I get like dick pics like immediately. And he was like, dah, 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 and like showed us dick pics. And I think maybe, I thought maybe it was Grindr. Maybe it was just gay Tinder. I don't really know. Yeah, Grindr's always been the the big one. Um, the big one. Anyway, yeah, it sounds like his, his, you know, Bill's experiences on Tinder definitely varied widely. <laughs> they all do. I mean, I've known people that, like, have met and are in relationships and got married on Tinder. Yeah. And, and now we know somebody who had to, you know, threaten to call the cops to get yeah. some crazy woman out of his fucking house. And then tried to call the guy she was on a date with earlier <laughs> to come pick her up. Like, that... like. That's that's nuts, and that that's. I guess that's the the risk you run when that's how you're meeting people. Yeah, and like when you're when you're meeting somebody and they're like, "Hey, you gonna put it in my ass in the backseat of my car in this parking lot the day we met?" That should be a, a red flag right there. I mean, like, but it wouldn't be if you were dudes. Well, no, but that's not the that's the only option at that point, you know, like <laughs> or the mouth. Well, yeah, but it sounded like it had already been there, so <laughs> it was, you know, yeah, I don't know. That's just I've never met a chick that was like straight up, you know. Hey, I know we're just in this car in the parking lot, but would you put it in my ass? I've never had that. Have you? You ever had a chick? Say? I've never had a chick say I can put it in her ass. Oh, damn, I'm sorry, babe. Someday, right here, I'm pulling I'm for you. You're not going to fist bump me no. on that one? Okay. All right. Still pulling for you. I just want to watch. You want to watch me put it in some chick's ass? Yeah. That'd be hot. That big dick gene energy. <laughs> just like, <laughs> grab your ankles, girl. Here it comes. You know I'm not fucking women like that, babe. <laughs> I know. You're kissing them on the neck, talking all sweet to them. And I'm fucking dudes like that. <laughs> that's what I was getting at. Oh, okay. Oh, you should know. Well. Grab your ankles, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your ankles, Jason. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't want to go anywhere near my ass. That's true. You've smelled. That's true. What happens from my ass? Yeah, I'm just gonna stay away from asses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could never. I could never be like, babe, we look my asshole. I could never. I'm ask really that. glad for that. Like that's not. First of all, it's it's not something I really I want you to do. But even if it was, I don't think 
I could ask you that. I really appreciate that. I'm really fortunate that most of the dudes I have been with have felt that way. <laughs> Actually, yeah. all of them. Nobody's asked me to stick a finger up there or lick it or anything. Yeah, that's a... Uh, especially Despite them thing. wanting to lick my asshole. Well, I mean, I'm down for that too, but yeah. I would not ask you to do that to me. And I don't think you should do it anytime soon, though. I gotta yeah. get some shit worked out down there. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, I get it. I had some shit going on down there, too. Mm-hmm. Literally, and, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Because when I say literally, I actually mean literally. I know. But I get it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, this took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking about our our assholes and the condition they're in. My asshole is a little different since I had a kid. My asshole is a little different since I turned forty. Yeah. Like, and you know what? There's. You know, there's certain things, I guess, that happen when you get older. You're like, oh, this knee's acting up a little bit. And people are like, oh, what happened there? Oh, football injury. There's nothing you can do to make I have hemorrhoids sound cool. Like, nothing <laughs> at all. What's wrong? My asshole's bleeding. Why I have fucking hemorrhoids? Because, you know, I guess it just happens to some of us. And it hurts a lot. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that makes that sound cool. How did that happen? World War injury. Took a piece of shrapnel right in the butthole and... uh. I had a baby. Yeah, see, I, I don't <laughs> even have that. I'm just, I'm getting older and my body is failing me. That's what, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. My mm-hmm. asshole has given up. You're only halfway through your life, babe. You better fucking shape, shape, shape it up. Shake I it know, up. like my asshole's got to get shit together, literally. All of you need I mean, to get shit together. Hey, the rest of me's doing okay. I mean, my knees are a little bit achy from going up and down, but like I'm, I'm doing well with this job, which is much more physical than my last couple jobs and... You know, this job is more physical than your last job, or yeah. the job before that. Yeah, or the job before that. Yeah. All right. This job is damn sure my last two, because the one before this, after we moved here, was was not well, yeah. very physical yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. And then the, the the one in Hawaii, the you know, the company I worked for there, there wasn't a lot. Oh, of I physical. was thinking, I wasn't even considering the one, the other one that you had here. I was considering Hawaii and um, your jobs when we met. When we met at a, my job now is. Not quite as physical as when we met, but close. Mm. Um, but the one that I had before we moved to Hawaii when I was doing the service work, yeah, I, I it's more that. physical than that. Yeah, I know. And it's more physical than the one in Hawaii just because, you know, we don't stop down in the middle of the day and go get beers and, and lunch with the boss or, you know, meet up at the boss's house after work and pound a few beers. <laughs> that was a That was a... It was a fun job. But like, it was a cool company, you know. But, like, when I'd show up at my boss's house and he'd be, like, doing a bong rip at... 8 a, you know, 7 a.m. It's like. You hated that job. I know. I hated the work and I hated the, like, the way things were done, but, like, I liked the people. But it was just like you show up and, you know, like I said, boss is taking a bong rip in his garage. That was kind of funny. And then the, you know, when he'd show up at a job site, you guys want to go to lunch? Sure. Sweet. First round's on me. <laughs> Don't get hurt after lunch. <laughs> I mean, look, I've. Okay, so. I used to have a bottle in my desk drawer. I used to bring beers to work when the clinics were clinic was closed. We were running meetings and stuff. We used to all go out to lunch and drink lots of wine. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But also, I feel like my jobs were more successful. <laughs> also less dangerous too. You're, like, you're not gonna, you know, 
you're not gonna like look the other way and stick your finger in a live panel and yeah electrocute yourself i wasn't doing those things before seeing patients yeah yeah, we were definitely doing those things before going back to work. And you know, the owner of the company was like, all right, guys, yeah, that's just stupid. be careful back at work. That's real dumb. Yeah. but I never had more than two beers at lunch, ever. But And, like, guys in company vehicles, too. <laughs> like, all right, we, you know, we'd go to lunch and then... It's stupid. It's a terrible way to run things. <laughs> yeah, it All is. the way he ran that business was a terrible way to run it. I know, I know. hope they don't like, listen to this, but... I only think one of them probably listens to this. Kahlo might, but I doubt he even does. I don't know if Kahlo can find a podcast on a It's hard for platform. a lot of people. <laughs> He's younger than we are, though, so there's no excuse. So is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> True. I need to check in on her. Yeah, no. Kahlo's a good guy. That was one of my coworkers there. Uh, really good dude. Uh, younger guy, smart, good electrician, no confidence. And yeah. The, the project manager there made him... Made sure he didn't ever have any self confidence, but uh, no, he's a he's a good dude. Um, worked with really good people, and the owner was a good guy. Like anytime I needed off, I had family stuff. Yeah. If I needed to go to Texas with a teenager, you know, anything like that, he was like one hundred percent go. Yeah, do and, it, man. But and, he also didn't give you the raise that you were promised for so long. Exactly, and yeah. Yeah, there were... it Didn't tell you where you needed to go to work the next day. Like, you <laughs> yeah. always had to call him. Like, it's fucking bullshit. Oh, yeah. It was probably... I love, I like where I, I love where I am now so much better. Like, Good. This, this job is so much better. I know what I'm going to be doing, and I like the people I work with. I like the people I work for, and I do a lot less of the shit work now because mm-hmm. I'm the boss, so... Yep. That's kind of nice. But I still do work a lot, so I just can't be. And that's uh, one of the guys I worked with in Hawaii called me recently, and he he was like, "So you're a foreman now?" I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm a, I am." He said, "So you don't do shit?" I was like, "Oh no, I'm I'm out there. I work my ass off. Like whoever's working with me, like I'm out there with them, and we're doing this shit together." I was like, "I might not be the one crawling through the attic in the 160 year old creepy mansion. Mm-hmm. My helper did have to do that. I was like." we had to crawl through that attic i was like all right bro sorry but <laughs> this one's gonna be you he's never had to do that before he was like oh i get it man i get it that's how it works yep i was like i've crawled through more attics than you can imagine and this is your turn i'll be down here i'll stick the wire up to the hole in the ceiling and you <laughs> grab it and pull it he's like i got it don't worry and he's a lot bigger guy than i am yeah he's tall and he's you know just a bigger guy and he's not fat by any means but he's just a larger built dude <laughs> so, but I kind of felt bad but he's also several years younger than me so I didn't feel that bad how old is he? 35 okay so he's not a lot younger but he's old enough to be mature and yeah you know. but he also hasn't done his time doing this type of work so. exactly this is his first time doing construction work but he's He's killing it though. He's doing great. Mm-hmm. He's uh and and is really excited to do it. So even crawling through the attic, he didn't complain. Other than it being a little creepy, he's like that shit was kind of scary up there. <laughs> he said <laughs> he was talking about. He was like we were trying to like fish this piece of wire up through the ceiling, and he was there was a brick wall with like a gap that he was having to reach through to try to grab this wire that I was sticking up from the other side of the wall. He's like I just he's like I was reaching through. My face was mashed against this wall. I'm in this old creepy mansion. And all I could think about was, 
I'm about to hear some little girl whispering in my ear in a minute. He's like, that's, he's like, that's, that's all I could imagine was some like little kid going, hi there, what are you doing? He, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. There's some fucking haunted shit in this area. The shit's old. Oh, yeah. And I showed him the, a picture of that book I have, The Ghosts of Fells Point, and mm-hmm. he was like, I want to fucking read that. And he's like, that looks amazing. I was like, yeah, dude. Like, There's some crazy shit around here. And... <laughs> When he said that, though, about he just waiting for a little girl to whisper in his ear, he's like, he, and it was so hot up in that attic, too. That day was, it was in the 90s, and up in that attic, I'm sure it was 120 degrees. Well, that's good, because if it had gotten real cold, he would have known what was happening. That's true. And all of a sudden, everything goes really cold. And like, whoa, yep, they're definitely going to hear that voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just funny that he was so uncomfortable, it was so hot, and that's all he could think about was just hearing this whisper. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy shit. Yep. You look ready for bed again. I am really ready for bed. I think I get up early. We had an almost two-hour podcast this time. Oh, we needed to hurry up and end it then. <laughs> We're at an hour and 48 minutes right now. Dang. You just look happy. You're like, good, that means I can go to bed. Yep. Enjoy. Jean, enjoyed it as always. Yep. Even though you weren't here for a good portion of it. The portion you were here for was amazing. I don't have anything in my glass. I love you. I love you too, baby. And we'll see you next time. Yep. Join us here. It is the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. I'm Jean. Follow us on AUI Pod on Instagram and maybe on Facebook. And uh, yeah, what's our email Facebook. address? AUIPodJJ at gmail.com. Yep. Email us shit. Yeah, comments, questions. DM us, Instagram, at AUIPod. Um, Subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, wherever you're listening. Apple Podcasts or Spotify, rate us, because you can rate on Spotify. I checked that the other day. Mm. You can. I don't think you can on Google Podcasts still, for the three people that use that app, (laughs) including myself. That's where I listen to most of mine. But Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, go there. Give us give us the five stars, guys. Come on, help us out. And subscribe. Listen to us next week. We'll be back. Sorry this one's a little bit late, but hopefully it was worth it. We'll see you next time. It's the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Gene. See you next week. Night. Bye-bye.